Ladies and gentlemen, it's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al pie del cañón, ready for anything. I'm Rob, and you're listening to... The Bravo Show! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to this very special edition of The Probo Show. We are recording this live at 6 a.m. Sunday evening. Um, I imagine this podcast will come out on Monday morning. How are you doing? A big welcome to all the warriors in the chat. A special hello to Ravdos, Vero, Cheese Chat, and Jareom joining us live. Vero just saying she's um, uh, she's missing the Real Madrid football match. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate your um, uh, <laughs> your loyalty. <laughs> I'm sure, like, screw Real Madrid, man. There'll be another football match next week. Who cares? All right, guys. So, um, yeah, there will be no live show on Monday. Oh, sorry, on Tuesday. So, Monday morning and Tuesday, I'm busy. That's why I'm recording a show tonight. Um, And boy, what a show we have lined up for tonight. Oh, shame on you if you missed it. Here we go. In today's um, 100 Humans, I asked them to name typical promises politicians make. Nombra las típicas promesas que hacen... Los Politicos. Será posible. Vaya nivelazo. Very, um, uh, very presumptuous. <laughs> but I'm going to give myself one anyway. Atletico de Madrid won yesterday. All right. Well, well done, Atleti. Um, in today's Complete the News, we'll find out about a very particular vending machine. Um, uh, máquinas expendedoras how would you say a vending Un vending no i think you say in spanish um a very specific vending machine in germany and in today's unpopular opinion oh it's a good one the importance of voting is overstated or exaggerated it's a tough one people had um, some strong feelings about this one I have some feelings too. Um, hopefully you guys who are joining me live also will have a good debate about that. But before that, my friends, I'm here, you're here. Let's see what's going on in the world. My God, some good news today. <laughs> well, good news, interesting news. In the um, in some entertainment and AI, let's, let's put it that way. So first one, a Spanish agency. A Spanish agency became so sick of models and influencers that they created their own with AI. <laughs> if you've ever wor- worked with influencers, you um, uh, you probably f- you probably understand that feeling. Una agencia española se hartó tanto de, lo- de modelos y influencers que creó su- um, los suyos propios con inteligencia artificial, and she's raking in up to eleven thousand dollars a month. Oh my God. Voting in the U.S. is rigged and pointless. Yeah, could be. Could be. I mean, I think the for me the the weirdest thing about um, about U.S. voting is the electoral college system you've got. You guys have got over there, cheese chat. Um, uh, Vero says máquinas expendedoras or máquinas de vending. Thank you, thank you. Get a Será posible. Vaya nivelazo. That's just for you, Vero, for being so awesome. So yeah, a Spanish agency, this is coming from Fortune, um, you know Fortune.com, this is Fortune Europe. Um, a Spanish agency frustrated with unreli- the unreliability and high costs of working with human models and influencers created Atiana, a 25-year-old AI-generated model. <laughs> Atiana designed by the Clueless Agency. That's not an agency, que son tontos. That's the name of the agency. Clueless agency. Has become a successful digital creator on Instagram with 122,000 followers, bringing in an average of 3,000 euros per month and even 10,000 euros on one occasion. Despite her digital nature, Atiana's creators have crafted a relatable and convincing personality for her, complete with a lifestyle that followers can engage with. Uh, have we crossed the veil into um, in some into some kind of weird um, black mirror type future? Isn't the idea of an influencer to be kind of a fellow human? How do you guys feel about this? I mean, I'm not big into influencer cult- culture anyway, but for those of you that do, um, once they once 
marketing and PR agencies are just creating their own, then what's the point? Have you ever heard of the dead internet theory? Let me just pull up a, a web browser while I'm talking to you. Anyone in the um, in the audience heard of the dead internet theory? Um, it's a theory that posits that everything on the internet that you read was um, was created, uh, basically just bots, robots talking to each other. Jariam says, I want to meet <laughs> Atiana. <laughs> and she wants to meet you too. All you have to do is pay her PR agency X amount of dollars. Dead internet theory is amazing, says Cheese Chat. Let's, um, uh, let me just read uh, a little clip here from uh, Wikipedia. The dead internet theory is an online conspiracy theory that asserts that the internet now consists mainly of bot activity and automatically generated content that is manipulated by algorithmic curation, marginalizing organic human activity. Um, I believe this theory came into prominence in um, uh, in the in 2016, 2017. I can't. I don't want to dig too deep into this article. But now, um, uh, since last year and the advent of ChatGPT, is this not becoming a reality? People scoffed at this. <laughs> no, silly. But now this is becoming an actual reality. Are we living in the darkest timeline, friends? Eventually, the internet will just be the equivalent of photocopies of photocopies. Yeah, true story. That's one of the dangers of tra training, AGI, um, training AI on AI-generated content, by the way. That's one of the worries that eventually um, the information will be so degraded due to it just learning on its own information. Be like looking at a photocopy of a photocopy. Anyway, let's um, continue with this news. This venture reflects a growing trend in AI-generated models and influencers, as seen with other virtual personalities like Ludu Magalu, oof, Magalu, I've never heard of this person, and Lil Michaela. Oh, jeez, Louise. These AI creations are becoming increasingly popular, often personalized experiences to followers and representing a new frontier in marketing and digital interaction. Oh, again, to quote, um, uh, to quote Bill Hicks, if you're working in marketing, kill yourselves. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Come on. I'm joking, but it just... It, it, do we not... Um, at what point do we do we wonder, like, you know... Do we, at what point do we want our culture to be influenced by marketing agencies and PR agencies? You know, it already is enough, I'm afraid. Surely the people we look up to and admire shouldn't be um, carefully curated um, bots created by marketing agencies to uh, to sell earrings and, and nice fashion clothing. Doesn't this worry you in the slightest? Um, so yeah, there you go. So these um, this is becoming more and more um, popular, apparently according to this uh, Fortune article. However, they also raise questions about ethics, labor, and the control of technology, as highlighted by issues encountered with current AI, another AI model which faced challenges due to unexpected behavior and legal issues involving creators. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I, again, AI is capable of so much interesting and, and thoughtful stuff. The fact that people are just using it for cheap clicks um, on Instagram to sell us, you know, fashion items and things like that just makes me sad, man. It just makes me sad. <laughs> Stop the world. I want to get off. Okay, let's get into some um, uh, let's get into some entertainment news. Squid Game: The Challenge. Do you guys know Squid Game, the Korean um, Netflix show that was a phenomena a couple of years ago? Well, Netflix have created a reality TV show based on. The Squid Game. Main difference is being, I think they're not killing anyone. <laughs> or at least not intentionally killing anyone. Or are they? Interesting news here from Collider.com. Squid Game, the challenge participants threaten to sue Netflix. Um, uh, yeah, um, Amenathan uh, Demandar and Netflix. The article from Collider discusses a controversy surrounding the reality show Squid Game The Challenge, where contestants are considering suing Netflix. Uh, these contestants allege that they suffered injuries, including hypothermia and nerve damage. At, at least they weren't shot in the head, you know, because I've seen the real uh, Squid Game. <laughs> and that happened. 
to happen, folks. Uh, due to being forced to remain motionless in cold temperatures for extended periods while filming. The re this reality show was created following the success of the drama series Squid Game and aimed to recreate its challenges. However, the concept of a reality competition based on a series involving life-threatening games was questionable from the start. So yeah, it goes on to explain how two contestants are, um, have hired a British law firm uh, to, to sue the creators of the show. I believe it was filmed in Britain, although the contestants come from all over the world. I did do some, uh, I did do a little dive into this. So yeah, they're not intentionally trying to kill anyone, but they are, it is just like the Squid Game. People get, instead of people getting killed, they get um, kicked out of the competition. But a little question, friends. Wasn't the idea of Squid Game the series, wasn't it a kind of a ruthless um, takedown or a ruthless kind of questioning of capitalistic ideals, you know? Would you, how much, how much money is your life worth kind of thing? Doesn't it kind of fly in the face of that message and that, <laughs> that great kind of point of, of the TV show by, by making a reality TV show out of it? Are we, do we know, do we learn nothing, friends? Vero says, I like Squid Game. I'm looking forward to season two. You know, the sad thing about this reality TV show is that I have a sickness and I know I'm going to end up watching it. <laughs> oh, I'll let you know when it comes out. Anyway. Okay, final piece of news. Again, another uncanny valley piece of news. Hundreds attend a church service generated by ChatGPT. <laughs> Hunger Games, the same thing. Yeah, it's uh, this is from Corporate Alligator joining us. How are you doing, Corporate Alligator? Yeah, yeah. I mean, would you make a Hunger... Is there a Hunger Games reality TV show? You know, oh... At this point, just give them guns. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh. It's almost like they never saw Arnold Schwarzenegger's epic film, The Running Man, which is another indictment in reality to, to reality cult culture. You know? If you've never seen that movie, it's a post-apocalyptic type thing where um, contestants, again, lose their lives in a reality TV show. Are we heading in that direction, guys? I'm just asking. I'm just asking. You know. You know, AI is already doing all the interesting shit we could all be doing. Like writing poetry, creating nice works of art. Or we're the ones stuck in factories pressing buttons. You know, come on. Um, a Fortnite reality TV show. <laughs> so let's get into this uh, piece of news from the Mirror US. Um, hundreds attend a church service generated by ChatGPT to find out if AI can preach. Um, yeah, this isn't, I wish this was a joke. It's not. Cientos de personas asisten a un servicio religioso generado por chat GPT para averiguar si la inteligencia artificial puede pre predicar, would you say? Predicar? Preach? At a church in Germany, an experimental service written by chat GPT and led by avatars. That's not like blue smurf creatures that's like a, an avatar for the chat gpt a created um physicality pretty car i was right oh Pero. Será posible? Vaya nivelazo. um uh, yeah so the the um uh, the and uh, where were we by chat gpt and led by avatars on a screen attracted over 300 attendees really are there that many people going to church nowadays um, revealing the growing interest in the intersection of artificial intelligence and religion. The service held at St. Paul's Church in Firth, or Fuerth, F-U-E-R-T-H, it's in Germany, was um, a biennial um, Protestant convention and involved ChatGPT-generated service, sermon, prayers, and music. The AI chatbot, represented by an avatar, delivered a sermon on themes like overcoming fear and maintaining faith. But its expressionless face and monotonous voice drew mixed reactions. Um, a little show of hands in the chat there. How many people um, have been to church recently? Um, I don't know what kind of a comedian showman your priest was, 
But the last time I was there, expressionless face and a monotonous voice was pretty much um, <laughs> was pretty much the menu of the day. That gets the Probo <laughs> stamp of approval. The last time I went to a service, he wasn't doing cartwheels down the center of the of the building. You know what I mean? It was kind of a solemn affair. Anyway, so the the avatar's expressionless, expressionless face and monotonous voice drew mixed reactions. While some attendees found the concept innovative, um, others felt like it lacked emotional depth. Theologian and philosopher jo uh, Jonas Simulane, who collaborated with the AI on the service, emphasized that the intent wasn't to replace religious leaders, but to explore AI's potential to aid sermon preparation. Come on, are you telling me? Oh, come on. How naive are we? So there are lawyers using ChatGPT. There are teachers using ChatGPT. Literally in every line of work, people are using ChatGPT. You think priests didn't jump on that bandwagon like a couple of months ago, friends? Are we, are we really so naive? <laughs> Come on. Come on, look, priests are a lot of things, among them human, right? And if there's a way to do less work, the, a human will find it. Anyway, let's continue. <laughs> um, where were we? Um, an aid for sermon preparation, that's it. The event sparked discussions on the use of AI in religion, its opportunities for inclusivity and accessibility, and concerns of the potential to misrepresent diverse re um, religious viewpoints. There you go, friends. Yeah, I wonder, because look, let's be honest. A lot of um, religions aren't really as as woke as modern media. I mean, and there is quite a bias in ChatGPT. There are certain things it won't say, you know? If you wanted to write a really kind of f fire and brimstone, um, anti-inclusivity kind of speech, I don't think ChatGPT is going to help you out too much with that. Um, Vero says, last time I went to church was for my nephew's communion last June. Last time I went to church, I can't remember. I passed out because my flesh was bubbling. <laughs> All right, anyway, let's go to today's Unpopular Opinion. Unpopular Opinion. You know, that's a great question. I can't remember the last time I went into a church. I don't, Well, I, for sure the last time I went into a church was because I love the architecture and the Gothic architecture and stuff. So whenever I visit a place and there's a cathedral or there's an old church, I'll go. But I haven't been to a service, God knows how long. I think maybe the last time was um, probably a funeral, I would imagine. Um, I bet a ChatGPT-generated Pope would be better than the current one, says Jareom. That gets the Probo stamp of approval. Hot take, I love it, Jareom. Okay, today's unpopular opinion, today's um, brain fat, today's pedothebral, Oh my God, guys, Spanish, it's not coming out of my mouth today. <laughs> Today's pedo-cerebral, pedo-mental rayada is voting or the importance of voting is overstated or the importance of voting is exaggerated. Um, I believe on Instagram I actually continued that phrase by saying in a flawed democratic system. Se exagera, jeez Luis, Spanish, come on. Se exagera la importancia del voto en un sistema democrático viciado. All right. So the importance of voting is overstated or exaggerated. I'm going to start off here in the chat. Vero's written something here. Casting your vote in an election is very important since initially politicians owe themselves to the citizens. What they do with these votes is quite another matter. Nowadays, politicians think more about staying in office than what is really in the citizens' interest. Well, there you bring an interesting point to the table. Never before have we been more politically um, politically separated, more black and white, fewer areas of grey, right? Never before have I, um, at least in my 45 years, witnessed so much partisanship, so much kind of vile, um, not vile, so much vitriol, towards people on the other side of the aisle. Almost kind of a, a religious fervor of, no, I'm right, you're wrong. And we can debate from now until the end of time about why that is. Is that because of social media algorithms? 
Um, is that because of more divisive political leaders, popularism? We can debate that maybe in the second half of the show. But it's an interesting point. It's an interesting point. Is the importance of voting exaggerated or overstated in a flawed democratic system? In the pro column, as always, I thoroughly tortured the elves. They give me some pros and cons. In the pro column, the impact of individual votes. In a large-scale democracy, the impact of a single vote can seem negligible, especially in systems where electoral outcomes often determined by a few key areas, where gerrymandering has skewed representation. Um, yeah, true story. True story. Um, gerrymandering. Let me find a, a, a nice um, definition of gerrymandering for you. Uh, manipulating the boundaries of... Um, of, elector of an electoral constituency. So you hear about this happening in the States all the time, the redraw um, boundary lines to assure their party maintains power in a certain area. Okay, next one. If the system is perceived as corrupt or heavily influenced by special interest, voters might feel their participation legitimizes a flawed process without leading to meaningful change. Next. Vero says, oh, the poor elves. <laughs> um, in some de democratic systems, voters might feel they're choosing between candidates or parties that don't significantly differ in their policies or approaches, leading to a sense of futility in the voting process. Oh, that what was that? gets the provost stamp of <laughs> approval. We're going to read that one again after the break. It's true, though. Do you, who, do you feel, is there anyone in power right now that really represents you? In fact, do me a favor. Um, America, you've got an election coming up. Um, think about the person you're going to vote for and think about what policies they're running on. What policies are people running on nowadays? Because it seems to be people are running on the fact that they're not the other guy. Instead of things, initiatives that will make our lives better. And it seems to be, no, those last two years in power, they're all about maintaining power rather than working for the citizens who put them in power. You know, are we not just voting now for the shiniest of two turds rather than a real leader that can affect change? I mean, when when our choices are so kind of are so bad, does our vote really matter? When we're just voting for rich people on one side, rich people on the other side, and no one that represents the vast majority of us. I mean, I don't care if you, if you like Donald Trump or if you like Joe Biden. Do either of those people understand what it is to make the choice between heating your home or buying enough food to get you through the week? Do they understand that choice? Because if they don't, they have no right in representing us. Does your vote, is it not over-exaggerated the importance of your vote, importance of your vote, when you're only ever voting for the, the rich? Ooh, boys and girls. Is is Uncle Baldy getting angry? He might be. Um, if the system includes barriers like voter suppression tactics, complex, complex registration processes, or lack of representation for certain groups, the significance of voting can be undermined as not all voices are e equitably heard. Those are the pros. Now, let's get into the cons. Okay. The importance of voting is not overstated. It is very important. Let's get into it. Um, it's the best tool for change. Despite its flaws, voting is often the most effective tool available to the general public for influencing government and policy changes. And abstaining from voting can lead to reduced accountability of leaders. It's true. It's true. What other system is there? Now, of course, it's flawed. You know, you have an electorate that has been misinformed. Now, here I'm thinking specifically about Brexit. Oh, no, we're going to fund the NHS. Oh, no, no, we're, you know, Europe bad, boo, too much legislation. And look at England now. And again, we can get into an argument of whether, you know, the impact of Brexit in the, in the economic struggles in England, we can argue about that. But, you know, I would think you'd be hard-pressed to say that if Brexit hadn't happened, things wouldn't be just a little bit better. Just a little. Hmm. 
Okay, let's continue. Civic duty and participation. Voting is a fundamental component of civic engagement. Participation in elections is crucial for maintaining democratic, democratic process. And collective action can drive change in a flawed system. Um, by participating in elections, voters can... Where were we? Voters can support candidates and policies that aim to reform and improve the system. Change often requires sustained, incremental efforts, and voting is a key part of that process. And finally, while a single vote may seem insignificant, mass voting patterns can significantly impact political landscapes. Voting ensures diverse viewpoints and are represented and that leaders reflect the will of the people. All right, my friends, those are your pros and cons. I'm going to launch the vote in the chat and you, my friends, are going to tell me, is the importance of voting overstated? Yes or no? A fascinating, nuanced argument, guys. Thank you so much, by the way, for being here. My wonderful live audience. I see some comments in the chat, one from Corporate Alligator right here. We'll get to those after the break because, guys, there are so many things you could have been doing this afternoon, a million things. But instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me, and it means the world. I'll speak to you in a few minutes. Hey guys, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. There you'll find VODs of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind the scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian. And you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professional bohemian or Twitter at probo, P-R-O-B-O-H. Okay, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you doing out there, my friends? It is currently uh, 6.30 p.m. on a Sunday. What are you doing a show at this time for? Well, it's because Monday I'm I'm away from Madrid. I'm at an off-site meeting for two days, so I can't do any shows. It sucks. I know, but I do want to leave you two days with no show, so you've got this one. Um, a big hello to all the people, by the way, who are joining me live on twitch.tv barra forward slash professional bohemian if you want to catch show live the video component that goes along with this you should join me there if you want to catch up with all the news and articles and extra things that i do you can do that on my patreon patreon um professional bohemian dot, um patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian my god my god my brain's not working today so if you've just tuned in what have you missed uh, we spoke about the agency the spanish agency that got so sick of working with influencers. Oh, God, yeah. If you've, ever, if you've ever worked with an influencer, you probably can feel their pain. They become, they became so sick of working with models and influencer, the influencers that they created their own using artificial intelligence. <laughs> it's unbelievable, man. I kind of... I kind of... I admire their game, but I worry about the future of humanity. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we looked at Squid Game The Challenge, a new reality TV show um, produced by Netflix that is based on the drama series Squid Game. Um, and we looked at how some participants are actually suing Netflix because of uh, because of some poor conditions that they went through. Um, yeah, including hypothermia and nerve damage. Jeez Louise. Um, yeah, interesting. I, I just kind of don't see. I see a little bit of a dissonance there between the the point of Netflix, Netflix's Squid Game, the drama series, which was a really, um, it was in, an indictment on on capitalism and, and, you know, what we're willing to do for money. And then here you have a reality TV show, which is basically the, the exact opposite of that. I don't know, whatever. Uh, then we got into um, uh, the an interesting news, how the church, uh, the Protestant church in Germany has... Um, how the church service completely generated by chat gpt um, to some mixed reactions apparently um, and then we moved on to today's unpopular opinion which was controversial one today the importance of voting is overstated in a flawed democratic democratic system i did get some uh, messages on instagram with regards to this but i want to turn my attention really quickly to our live audience jareom here says true Voting is perverted in many ways. True story. And I'm not just here talking about, hey, fake news. It was rigged. 
<laughs> I'm going to build a wall. I'm not just talking about that kind of um, perverted in terms of counting. I'm talking about, I'm more talking about a more prescient issue, which is um, a poor inf poorly informed electorate, which I think is the biggest issue here. Something that certainly happened in um, um, over Brexit. Something that certainly happened over there, where we were just basically fed a lot of lies, you know? And, you know, it's already been shown if, uh, if the vote was to go again, there would be a, a very different result, which is sad. It makes me sad, especially as someone who considers, considers themselves British. I am British. I hold a British passport, but I am European. My mum was Italian. My mum's Italian. My dad was Polish. I live in Spain. I'm a mongrel. <laughs> so I do consider myself a bit of a citizen of Europe. Um, so yeah, Brexit was sad for me and it really kind of hooked me into this idea of a poorly informed electorate. I mean, it's so easy to get sucked into these rabbit holes online. And when you are convinced you have the truth, that means the other person is, um, is subject to, um, uh, what's the word? Subject to lies. Oh, you're just being fed lies and you believe it. When in reality, we're probably all being fed lies, you know? There's a lot more nuance to the news than people would have think. Everything is being editorialized. Even the news you get on this show, you get it from my my standpoint. I try and be as factual as possible, but there is always editorial content. It's worth bearing that in mind, guys. Never believe you have, you're in possession of the truth because you're probably not. I know I'm not. I'm in possession of an opinion. But as Grandpa Bo used to say, opinions are like buttholes. Everyone has one. They all stink, including mine. Anyway, let's um, continue on. Uh, Corporate Alligator says, People tend to think voting is a way to have their votes heard, but it's not. The whole purpose of voting is to find out what the majority wants. Also, just because one politician leaves does not necessarily mean all of our problems go away, considering that the new politician can bring you problems or continue to create old ones. That gets the Provost stamp of approval. Did you hear that, elves? Yeah. Thank God the elves don't have to vote. They just live in endangered servitude to my whims. <laughs> um, the uh, Vero says, now the question is, do people's need ma needs match with the politician's needs? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either, Vero. Ravdos here says, the simplest measure that shows the importance of voting, all the attacks made to limit it, rig it, and block, its, block access to it. If voting had zero merit and was pointless exercise, there wouldn't be anywhere near the amount of political or corporate effort to influence, sway, or control voting. What an amazing point. That gets the Provost stamp of approval. It's so true. It's so true. When you think about things like gerrymandering, where they redraw the political lines on maps, when you think about, yeah, yeah. Wow, so true. If it wasn't important, why wouldn't they do that? Now, you you, you get around the place. Um, Vero says, will you be doing a Probo show after dark tomorrow evening? Vero, I would love to, but I won't be in Madrid. I won't be around, not the Vaughn studio, nor, nor this, the uh, Probo studio. But believe me, I would love to. I would much prefer to be doing a show than being in a meeting for two days. <laughs> Um, Ravdos, the vote result here is not all that surprising. Um, given the rise in skepticism, cynicism, and general apathy towards the process of perce and perceived lack of results thereof. Interesting. Um, yeah, true story. It's interesting because I asked this on Instagram, and Instagram said 62% false. All right, they said, no, 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 voting is still very important. But as we went over some pros and cons, the opinions changed somewhat. But we'll get into that in a second, because your vote, friends, is the one that counts. Um, and 10% uh, to the church, although it's ChatGPT, they ain't done anything apart from give AI a prompt. True story. Yeah, it says here that a theologian and philosopher helped write that church service. They just wrote a prompt. ChatGPT did the rest. <laughs> anyway, back to the point. So, should we get, do you want to know the results of the vote, guys? 
I think it'd be interesting to find out what we all said, right? So I made the statement that the importance of voting is flawed or is overstated in a flawed democratic democratic system. You guys said... true. It's sad, isn't it, that we're all so apathetic with regards to um, engaging in the political process? I think not just in, in engaging in the political process, even in taking measures to safeguard our own, um, uh, our own freedoms. I think one of our basic freedoms is the freedom to privacy, right? Our right to privacy, and we just give that away to corporations willy-nilly. <laughs> you know, there was a company that basically um, uh, rigged two elections. I'm talking about the Cambridge Analytica scandal, and we don't even talk about that anymore. For-profit companies basically rigged an election um, by um, propagandizing people. We don't even talk about it anymore. Like it never even happened. What the hell? How are you doing, Ronnie? Welcome, welcome. Um, I haven't voted in 15 years and I'm still alive, says Corporate Alligator. Yeah, interesting. But, I mean, you're not alone. Uh, engagement in, in the democratic process has consistently fallen, apart from a few spikes. I mean, why is that? Why are we so apathetic um, when it comes to engaging in the political system, right? Some would say they believe all politicians are the same. I would argue um, there's a lot of truth to that. They want to tell us we're separ separated down ideological lines, right, guys? Now, you may or may not um, believe in abortion. You may or may not, um, you know, you may land somewhere between black and white on the on the lgbtq um spectrum you may you may or may not agree on certain points but you may you, you know what i mean they want to they want to separate us down ideological standpoints and that is not historically um the truth there is one divide there is one great divide and it's not the color of your skin. It's not your sexual orientation or gender. It's not anything like that, guys. It's the amount of money, the amount of financial wealth <laughs> you, you own. You know, the amount of the, the power of acquisition you have. You know, that's the real that's the real thing that separates us, friends. Let's not let's not kind of be under any illusion that you know that the woke mob are going to destroy your lives. They're not. Or for that matter, the, the 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 people on the right side of the aisle are trying to steal your liberties. I mean, they're not. <laughs> because you speak to most people, and most people just want the same thing. They want wealth and prosperity for their family. They don't want to be go hungry. They don't want to be able to pay their bills and live a decent life. Most people all want the same things. They only move to an extreme when they're forced there by... Um, uh, by extreme talking points, you know, when they've been um, propagandized by a malicious, obnoxious um, social media algorithms, by that I mean YouTube or, or Facebook, or whether the only news they have access to is, um, is completely partisan. You know, here I'm talking about MSNBC, CNN, Fox, when they're not, you know, delivered the news in a dry way that's the only time people get radicalized friends because there really is only one divide there is only one us and them and that's those people who live very comfortable lives and the rest of us <laughs> you know um and guess what um we're all voting in in every single election right now i guarantee you um, it's a bunch of poor people voting for a couple of rich people. <laughs> but boy, do those rich people make great efforts to make our vote, to change the outcome of our votes, don't they? Though Ravdos made such an excellent point here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read it one more time. The simplest measure that shows the importance of voting is all the attacks made to limit it, to block access to it. If voting had no merit and was pointless. There wouldn't be anywhere near the amount of political or corporate effort to influence, sway, or control it. Interesting point and food for thought, my friends. Um, all right, guys, let's move on to today's 100 Humans. <laughs>
Tough one today. It's a tough one because I honestly believe that. And anyway, those are opinions. You don't have to believe me. You may think that um, walk people are coming to steal your guns, or you may think, um, uh, you know, the right the 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 right wing are going to force you to get married and have two point four children. I don't know. You think whatever you want to think. But I honestly, having friends on either side of the aisle, me being quite openly liberal and having a lot of very conservative friends, most people just want the same thing. And that's um, freedom, liberty, prosperity, you know, not to have any particular ideology thrust um, into importance in their lives. Most people want to be left alone. There is, For me, there is only one, us versus them. And it's not um, an ideological question. It's um, a question of those who have acquisition, power of acquisition and those that don't. <laughs> right, comrades? Right? <laughs> Let's see what people are saying here. Our apathy, apathy is due to a lot of useless politicians in a perverted system, says Jarrell. Yeah, I agree. Um, I vote when I know it's happening like national elections. But other than that, I don't really. Let the country burn. This is all from Con Man. Con Man, come on. It's true. Look, um, Ravdos said it's true. There's no better way, though. There's no better way <sighs> yet. Politician GPT, my friends. <laughs> coming to um, coming to a, a democratic government near you. All right, guys. It was a long walk to work this afternoon across snow-capped mountains and through river valleys. And on that walk, I encountered a hundred humans and I asked them all a question. Today's question was, name a typical promise or name typical promises politicians make. Nombra las típicas promesas que hacen los políticos. I asked them that question. They gave me their answers. I am in possession of the top seven answers right now. Your job in the chat is to identify those top seven answers. Typical promises that politicians make. <laughs> Jareom has a good one here. Ooh, a good one. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's do, well, let's get into it. Um, uh, Jareom says more employment or create jobs, right? That's what they say. Like they, they are like the the private sector, uh, the public sector is how you create jobs. Although something weird happening in Spain now. There are actually tons and tons of um, of public sector jobs going. I don't know why that is. So is make um, is make more jobs there? Hmm. Yes, it is. Well done. Um, let me see. I, I, that kind of got a little screwed up in there. Okay, but it is there, yeah. Create more jobs is there. It's the third most popular answer with 13 of 100 humans saying creating more jobs. Well done, my friend. Um, decrease taxes, lower taxes. Is lower taxes there? Yes, it is. Well done. Lower taxes. Tax decreases, Vero. Less taxes, says Jareom. It's there. And with 28 of 100 humans, it's a number one answer. You guys are killing it. Um, keeping the lights on. <laughs> keeping the lights on. Mm, no rolling blackouts. Ah, Friday con, I get you. Conman's from South Africa, and they've had some really worrying issues with rolling blackouts. Yeah, that's a tough one. Rolling blackouts, is it there? Oh, stopping rolling blackouts. It's not there. Sorry, con. It's not there. Um, let's continue. How is the toothache as the bridge? Uh, much better because I'm taking much stronger pain meds. <laughs> They've pulled out the tooth now, so it's uh, now the 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 quest is to um, <laughs> is to get new teeth put in to replace them. Um, we're free Wi-Fi for life, says corporate alligator. It's not there, but it should be, shouldn't it? <laughs> it should be. Okay, think about um. Think about more local elections. If you live in a place that is plagued by blank, they might um, they might promise to reduce it. They do this probably. They usually do this by funding the police force, or something that's tended to happen in the more recent future is giving the police force like army type um, uh, machinery. 
I don't know if you've heard about this. It's crazy. You've got, like, people rolling around in tanks. Okay, um, less crime, says Ravdos. Crime, says Conman. Is it there? Of course it is. Well done. Seventh most popular answer with six of a hundred humans saying reducing crime. Ooh, Conan's a good one. Better public services. I need you to specify because there are two here that are public services. I need you to specify. I need you to specify, Con. Great answer, but I need you to specify. Road says Conman, infrastructure, improving infrastructure is infrastructure there. Not there. It's a great one, though. It is a great one. They all say that, right? We're going to improve the roads. And they never do. Um, Corporate Alligator, joining us from, um, I believe, the States, right? See ya. Corporate Alligator says cheaper healthcare. Um, you know, we kind of mix this with the European version, which is better healthcare. Is better healthcare there? Yes, it is. Well done. It's actually the second most popular answer. Cheaper healthcare, better healthcare if you're joining us here in Europe. Yeah, don't they always say that? We're going to fund um, the public health system a little more. Oh, we're going we're gonna to take power away from the insurance companies if, <laughs> in the States. Come on. Um, helping the poor, says um, Conman. Helping the poor. Is it there? Mm, no, sorry. Go away, elves, you drunk. It's not there. It's not there. Helping the poor is not there. Um, less corruption, says... Um, uh, <laughs> says very. You know, if they did promise that and they did achieve that, it would solve the rest of the problems, but it's not there. Yeah. Okay, okay. Let's continue. Let's continue. I'm trying to... I'm fighting back the urge to be... Overly political right now. <laughs> um, the cost of living crisis, says economy, uh, says con, like a better economy or a stronger economy, right? Get those interest rates under um, under control. So stronger economy, is it there? Of course it is. Well done, con man. Con man killing it right now. Um, stronger economy is there. It's 10 of 100 humans that said that one, and it is in... Fifth place. All right, you guys are just missing two. So I said there's another um, uh, public, uh, yeah, another kind of uh, a public institution. Obviously, um, there is a private version of this, but the public version, you know, they would often say, we're going to improve blah. I think in the States, a good way of improving this would be stop banning books. <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop now. I'm going to stop. Come on. All right. Schooling, says Con. I think we need some hints, says Vera. Yeah. So schooling, so education, improved education. You know, smaller classroom sizes, you know, more better pay for teachers. Improving education, is it there? Of course it is. Well done, guys. You guys are killing it. Um, Bridge says public transit, public transport. Is public transport there? It's a great answer, but sadly, not there. There is one that when I was a kid, you never heard politicians talking about this, even though it was an issue back then. Um, but you never hear politicians, heard politicians talking about this. You do now. You do now a lot. Usually you hear people on the left saying they're going to do more of this. People on the right saying, no, no, no. It's fake. It's fake news. It's not even happening. Ooh. What am I talking about? You know? Usually they come out with actions like, you gotta recycle. Ooh, what am I talking about? <laughs> Let's see some comments in the chat. Um, actually, a few speak to helping the poor, and if you look at their actions in office, moving poor out of city spaces, erecting spikes on concrete surfaces, and making benches so no one could sleep on them, a clear message is sent. Oh, God. Amen to you, Ravnos. That gets the Probo stamp of approval. Totally. The way they treat, like, I have a friend who just got back from um, New York, for, not from New York, from LA, and she said the homeless problem is out of control out there. And the way they treat these people is just, um, it's just terrible. I mean, come on. And like, they, they talk about it like it's a, a choice, like a life choice. Yeah, this is a life choice I made. Sleep on the street, thanks. Whatever. 
Okay, um, let's see. No one's got this one. I'm going to rip the band-aid off. It's environmental protection, friends. Oh. We had, um, uh, we had some good messages in the chat. Health, lower inflation, curbing pollution. Ah, Ravdos got it. Curbing pollution, environmental protection. Well done. Let's very quickly go through this list and see if we can get at least one complete news out. Sorry. You know, this happens when we do the show from home. All right. Um, so I asked 100 humans to name typical promises that um, politicians make in position number seven. We had reduced crime. In position number six. Environmental protection. In position number five. We had a stronger economy. In position number four. We had um, improved education. In position number three. Um, job creation. In position number two. Better healthcare. And finally, in position number one. Was lower taxes. Well done, guys. Killing it. Let's move on to complete the news. Okay, this is officially going to be a podcast exclusive because it's going to run too long and I don't want to stop because I'm enjoying myself. Let's do complete the news, guys. This is where I give you a real news headline, but I leave out one piece of important information with the three options I give you. You will complete the news. Okay, here we go. Blank vending machines booming in Germany. Um, las máquinas vending or las máquinas expendedores de blank um, en auge or auge in Alemania. I, would, I don't know how you say it. Are booming. So blank vending machines are booming in Germany. Is it A, beer, B, sausage, or C, CBD extract? That's um, an extract from, um, from cannabis that is said to calm you without getting you high. A, B, or C. Um, blank vending machines booming in Germany. Is it A, beer, B, sausage, or C, CBD extract? Okay, the chat has spoken. Everyone, except for, well, Ravdos is sausage. Everyone else is going for CBD extract. The actual answer is... Congratulations, Ravdos. It was B, sausage. <laughs> this piece of news coming from The Independent. In Germany, sausage vending machines um, are becoming increasingly popular, especially in rural areas and outside city centers, where shops have limited hours. These machines offer a variety of sausages, such as bratwurst, bratwurst, along with traditional accompaniments like potato salad. There you go, friends. That's today's Probo show. It'll um, be released tomorrow, but there'll be no show on Tuesday. I wish there was, but sadly there won't. But I will see you again on Wednesday, friends. So many things you could have been doing this afternoon. Instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me, and it means the world. I'll see you next time. <laughs>